you're in business because you have an idea, a spark, a passion, and it's your gift. It's the one that you have and you're bringing it to the world. I know it isn't easy and it requires commitment. You have to learn both the mechanics and leave room for the magic every day in your business. And I'm here for you to help you make a profit. I'm Don Kennedy, your host of the Profit Accelerator Podcast. I'm an attorney, author, mentor, and CEO of a growing coffee company. I'm in this with you every single day. Thanks for joining me on the show that looks at all aspects of business from the mindset to the sales to the money left over at the end of the month with tips and strategies to help you navigate this amazing ride called entrepreneurship. Thanks for making us part of your journey. Hello, and welcome to this episode of the Profit Accelerator Podcast. We're going to talk about all things VA, hiring, getting the right person to support you, when you should be thinking about it. And I brought on an expert, Susie, who is a VA trainer and a person who helps other people know when they need to expand their capabilities by hiring the right person to support their business. Susie, thank you so much for joining us. It's a pleasure, Dawn. Thank you for having me. I am so excited to talk this with you today. Tell us first who you are and who you serve. Okay, so my name is Susie. I'm from Susie Flynn Coaching. I'm a mindset and business coach, and I serve executive assistants in the corporate nine to five who want to build a financially successful virtual assistant business so they can have more freedom and flexibility in terms of who they work with and how they live their life, but still doing something they're really passionate about. Virtual assisting has become really big over the last couple of years with people being able to contract out somebody who can do different tasks for them without having to bring on a new hire, uh, especially good for scaling when you're you know, newer in business. Can you talk a little bit about what VAs do and why someone would need one? Yeah, a virtual assistant can really do pretty much so many different things. So you know, my virtual assistant specializes in the tech because for me, tech is not my strong point at all. So she's really good at that. And she basically leans into her strength. Um, and it means that I can work with someone who's an expert in that area. But you have different VAs that do different things. So you're going to have VAs that are more general that do the diary and the email management and that kind of stuff. And some of the clients that I have work in different niches. So one client, for example, does a little bit of event management, but also more towards the strategy as well in terms of getting systems and structures set up. So really, there can be a virtual assistant for everyone. It really depends on what you're looking for and where you feel um, you need the most growth in your business. And it's always best to outsource the things that you're not so good at and put that in the hands of an expert that is good at that area. So when you talk about the tech, you're talking about maybe setting up email systems and automating different things. Yeah, exactly. So my VA, she will set up, you know, she'll do things in my CRM, she'll do things in the back end of my website, she'll set up an online course and link the payment system to my website, all stuff that kind of sends me into a little bit of a meltdown, although I've learned stuff from her. But it allows me to free up my time to focus on my zone of genius, which is my coaching and serving my clients. Awesome. So you have been training VAs to go into business for themselves. Talk to me about that. Yeah, so I coach them. So it's a bit little bit different to training, I guess, in that sense that I don't just chart to our course and give them all the answers. I want my clients to recognize the mindset blocks that they have, like what is holding them back from the procrastination, from the fear of visibility, confidence and self-belief. Because 
when you've been an employee your whole life, like I was, I was an assistant for 22 years, and then suddenly you start to shift into that space of running your own business, it can become pretty scary. So yeah, I support them with the mindset and, and the strategy side of things so that they have their mind in the right place. So they have the confidence and belief in themselves that they can do it, but also so that they have the steps in place so they know what to do to set up a successful business and continue to get clients. So when we're working with a VA, it's important to understand that a lot of times we'll work with one VA that'll support a lot of different clients, right? So I would hire someone for a certain number of hours a week or for a particular project or a task. And then I would actually be sharing that person with other people. I don't know that my audience really understands kind of how the VA system works. Yeah. So let me explain a little bit more. So when I was an assistant in corporate London, I worked for a company. I was employed on what I was our pay as you earn pay. P-A-Y-E system in the UK, which meant that I get paid every month by my employer. I show up certain times, work for certain people. I have a job description. So that's who I, that's what I do. And that's how I work. And it's one employer. But when you work as a virtual assistant, a virtual assistant typically has their own business or they're part of a franchise that's been set up. But let's just work on the model of a virtual assistant has set up their own business, like my clients do with my school as their coach. And then they basically market their business. It's not like having a CV and go, here's my CV, please hire me. You're marketing your services to potential prospects. So a virtual assistant could have numerous clients. A virtual assistant could set up their packages in a way that they'll charge X amount per hour. So in the UK, it's somewhere between about 20 and maybe 40 pounds, which is somewhere probably between 30 and 50 dollars. But you're going to have different market rates and it's also dependent on your skills and your experience. So a virtual assistant may put you on a retainer. So if you know that you really need maybe 10 hours a month at minimum, to get the work done in your business from your virtual assistant, then a VA will put you on a retainer package. It could be a 10 hour, it could be a 20 hour, it could be 30 hours. And it means that those hours are secured, you have those hours every month. And the advantage is that you're not paying for like tax and national insurance and a desk space and, you know, all the equipment to hire an employee. You're just paying for the time that you need and the time that you don't need that VA then works with another client. So it's just about managing the kind of expectations there in terms of how many hours your VA will do for you. And then, as I say, when they're not working with you, they'll work with other other clients. So hopefully that gives your audience a bit more of an understanding of how a VA works with a, with a, with a client. Right. And some of the areas that I've seen virtual assistants come up would be something like social media management and, you know, scheduling and creating social media, um, working with calendaring, um, doing some customer service work. Like you said, the technology and the back end systems, some of the website stuff. So, I mean, a real wide range of not just administrative tasks can be handled by these contractors who specialize in these particular areas. Yeah, exactly. And it really depends on the client. And I always say to my clients as their coach, like, what are you really passionate about? Because often they've come from a long time in employment where they've been like, well, this is what I fell into. But I say to them, what is it you really passionate about? What do you want to do? So one of my clients wants to work with coaches, like well-being coaches, and focus on the onboarding process and the client experience because she realized, one, that's where her skill set was, and it's two, what she enjoyed, 
And self-care and well-being was really important to her. So it meant that her values were quite aligned with those of her clients. And it meant that she started attracting in the right kind of people. Right. So really, you want to make sure that you understand what you need and you want to work with the person who is aligned with your values. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's very much a mindset shift from when you've been working for someone else and you're given that job description and you're told this is who you're working with or we're having a corporate restructure. This is now who you're working with. When you work as a virtual assistant independently with your own company as your own company, you get to decide. So it's it's definitely a very different mindset in terms of the way that you would work. So when somebody wants to set up, let's say, part-time virtual assisting, and I've seen some of this online also, um, you know, what are the steps that you would take to even see whether or not this would be a good fit for you? I mean, I think there's different things because, as I said, the difference between being an employee where you've got the regular wage each month, you've got the benefits. Um, obviously, like there are going to be redundancies from time to time, especially as we've gone through this pandemic. But um Yeah. So if somebody wants to consider becoming a VA and they really don't know um, how to get started, what are some considerations besides the financial? But I mean, what are some of the considerations as far as figuring out what what is your niche? What are you good at? Okay. Yeah. So I think firstly, like be clear that you know why you want to build a virtual assistant business and I was writing about this today like understand what your values are and what you want to bring to the virtual assistant business mm-hmm. and why do you want to do it why is it important to you if you're just doing it on a whim then the chances are it's not going to survive because you're not clear on your purpose and why you want to do it you might want to do it because you want to spend more time with the kids but I'd say get clear on why you want to do it. Like, what is your goal? When do you want to quit the nine to five? And then, yeah, think about who that ideal client would be and think about your niche. So my ideal client is an executive assistant that's been in the role probably, you know, 15 years plus. They've got to a point where they're fed up with, you know, supporting other people. They want to do something for themselves. They want more control, freedom and flexibility. Um, so I think, yeah, just exploring what excites you, what you're passionate about and who you want to help. And, and it goes back again to, to the to the choice. Like you get to choose as a business owner. So it's not the same as being an employee where you're kind of more told what to do. You get to choose who you work with. So get clear on the things that excite you, like what you really enjoy doing. Um, it doesn't have to be the traditional duties. It can be you know, the tech or the social media management. And then get clear on the things that you don't want to do. Like I've spoken to various clients and I've heard different things. One client didn't want to do email management. Absolutely not. Another client didn't want to do spreadsheets. So know what you're willing to offer as a service and be clear on the things that you don't want to offer. And accept and know that you don't have to. Because, you know, you can be jack of all trades, but that's not really going to get you noticed. When you get clear on who you want to help and the kind of services you want to offer, and also the problem that you're going to solve for them, then that's going to help you stand out a lot more. And that's really going to be a great way for you to get started with your with your VA business, just as an overview. So it sounds like also, and, and I've done this myself, that you can have virtual assistants in different specialties that you can call on from time to time for different projects, like somebody who works with you who does um, some launch support and then somebody who can work with you that does, you know, your regular customer service stuff. 
Yeah, absolutely. So if you've got a big launch or a big event that you're managing, like say, you know, one of my clients focuses on event management. So um, I'm always referring my clients, you know, when people are looking for a VA or in the UK or the US. So when you specialize, it's a lot easier for someone to refer that virtual assistant on. But yeah, absolutely. And, and equally, you could have more than one VA. So at the moment, I have one VA that focuses on the tech. But as my business grows, it may be that I need someone that's going to start managing the email and the diary and I know my VA doesn't want to do that so I'll outsource a set amount of hours to a second VA so you know it it really is quite a, a diverse and versatile role and you really can make it what you want it to be and I just think it benefits both both parties in terms of the business owner and the virtual assistant Yeah, I want to say that just from someone who has used virtual assistants in different areas of her business, um, the flexibility that you can have also is incredibly important that you have this ability to hire people and keep them as you need them. And they're okay. They have other clients that they work with as well. So there is a lot of flexibility with hiring someone who's not an employee to be a virtual assistant and to help you with the tasks that really maybe you shouldn't be doing anymore. Yeah, exactly. I think as, you know, as a business owner, we can, you know, we can get caught up in doing things that we probably shouldn't be doing that aren't serving us in terms of the growth of our business. And a virtual assistant can really help make a difference in your business and help grow your business because it's really about everyone being the expert in their area, like a virtual assistant, like my one, who's great with tech, that's her zone of genius. It's not mine. So it means that it's just such a great opportunity for for everyone involved. So let's flip the switch. I am somebody who is drowning in work. Where would I look first? What would I look inside to figure out what I need to offload? What are the decision points and things I need to make when I go looking for the right person? Okay. So firstly, I kind of get clear on Different areas. So firstly, what's taken up a lot of your time that you don't enjoy doing? What's taken up a lot of your time that you don't mind doing? And what's taken up some of your time? But, you know, just just breaking it down, like brain dumping into a document where you're spending your time. And tracking your time for a week or two is going to be really, really beneficial because it's going to allow you to figure out how long you're spending on different tasks because until we track it we don't know and then really understand where your strengths lie and where your strengths don't lie and then once you've got clarity on what's taking you too long and the things you don't want to do that's when you can figure out the kind of support that you need LinkedIn um, as you know I spend a lot of time on LinkedIn it's such a great platform it's obviously a professional platform you can search on there just search under keywords and see, you know, see who is offering what, you know, virtual assistants market a lot on LinkedIn, but equally you can look on Instagram or Facebook, etc. I think that's so important to do that time study. Uh, one or two week time study is it really will give you that clarity about I need to offload this onboarding or I need to go ahead and get rid of the bookkeeping or I need to get rid of these other things. And having a place to go to find that support is important. So the LinkedIn, the Instagram, the Facebook, what should I be prepared to have ready to bring a VA on into my business? 
a good VA will help you set up the process. A good VA will make it seamless for you. So a good VA will talk you through the process. They'll set up, like, you know, send your contract to get signed. But really getting a clear understanding of where you're spending your time, what you want to stop spending time on and where you want to focus at instead so that you know when you go into that conversation on a discovery call or whatever you want to call it, you've got a clear understanding of the support you need because otherwise the VA is going to have to kind of tease it out of you. So I think really just know what you're spending too much time on that isn't serving your business where someone else could help you and then go into the conversation with that in mind. Obviously have a budget in mind, um, but also be open to what they're saying because no, the VA will be able to save you so much time. Some of the things that might take me three hours it takes one VA like half an hour and I'm always amazed how quickly she does stuff so just have that have that in mind when you when you have a conversation with a VA that's amazing so if somebody wants to bring on a VA and they don't have set policies or procedures or they are really lost Mm -hmm. um, do you suggest having just like a consultation with a couple of VAs how do you find the right fit I think it's personality. Like, you know, your brand is your personality. That's why you always talk about understanding your values, understanding your why. But I would definitely say, yeah, get get clear on um, the kind of person you want to work with. But yeah, have a conversation with a few VAs. Like, go shopping, <laughs> for want of a better word. Like, when people come to me for coaching support, they're probably be looking around. If you're going to buy a car, you probably want to go to a few different dealerships first to figure out cars are available what price is around so get clear on the questions that you want to ask to the VA and book in a few calls for me when I did it I was lucky because I knew a VA um, through an affiliate thing that I was doing so I knew the work that she was doing and I knew she was going to be a right fit so get clear on what you need get clear on the questions you want to ask and set up two to three interviews and then narrow it down from there and then make a decision Yeah, that's important. I mean, the right VA is going to make it so that your business runs more efficiently and smoother. And the right VA is going to be somebody that can really work with you and understand your vision. Yeah, exactly. And just, you know, it's it's not just about what they can do in terms of the actual work, but it's about the personality fit. Because if you don't get on, but, you know, your VA is amazing at what they do, you know, it's not going to flow. So personality is hugely important. And it's the same in my coaching business. I don't take everyone into my program because it's got to be the right fit. Making sure that the personality fit is right is important as well. It really is. Basically, it's just we're going to be looking for the person that can take over the things that are not your zone of genius, that are a good fit for your company, that understand your vision and really are going to lighten the load. They're going to take over all the tasks that are really draining your ability to run your business to the best of its capabilities. Absolutely. I love that. So if somebody wanted to try to find a list of all kinds of things a VA could do, where would they maybe go to look at what's available out there in the world? I've never really been asked that before. I mean, honestly, I would just say Google it. Just Google it because, I mean, Google has the answer to everything. Um, But also, like, literally just brain dump. Spend time blocking your diary for two weeks. There's, oh, I forgot what they're called now, but there's time trackers you can use if you Google them. But First, figure out what you 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 want to outsource, and then yeah, Google it. There's lots of different websites out there that will offer that. So yeah, just have a look on Google and and see what's out there, and just stay start from there and, and and go forward from there. 
I love that. And then just kind of be prepared to either do something based on an hourly package or maybe based on a project-based package and be open to both. Yeah. And remember that your VA is going to get things done a lot faster than you're getting them done because it's their zone of genius. So it may be that you'll start off working with your VA, just doing maybe one or two hours a month. And then once you realize the value and the contribution they can bring to your business and how much it's freeing up your time, you can then have that conversation with your VA about going on to one of their retainer packages, which might start from 10 hours. Every VA works slightly differently. My one uh, will put me in a retainer for a minimum of one hour a month. But a lot of VAs will do only a minimum of five or 10 hours. So it really depends on their business model and, yeah, how, how they run their business, really. I love that. And the right VA should be able to guide you into what they can do to get your business on the best track. Yeah, because, you know, you want to work with a VA that's going to connect with your vision. You want to work with a VA that is smart enough to understand how long it's going to take them to do stuff. And there's going to be a learning curve, as with anything, when you first get to know each other and a VA is getting to know your business. But, you know, after a few weeks or so, that will learning curve will, will go and, you know, things will just start flowing and it will make such a difference to your business. It really will. I just, you know, I love having my VA. I would be totally, totally lost without her. <laughs> the amount of times I send a WhatsApp message going, help, I've broken something. Can you please fix it? This is a, a wonderful, flexible way to bring another I guess, way of helping your business grow without an employee relationship and in the areas that you absolutely need to find the help. Susie, if somebody wanted to get in touch with you, hire one of your VAs, talk to you about the right fit for themselves, how can they reach you? They can reach me at my website, which is www.suzyflynn.com. I'm on LinkedIn, or you can reach me on my email address, which is suzy at suzyflynn.com. So my focus is obviously coaching those that want to build a virtual assistant business. And if someone's looking for a virtual assistant in a specialized area, please reach out. And it may be that I can refer you on to one of the clients that I work with in in, my three months or six month program. So we will put all that information down inside the show notes. So if you do have a question about virtual assisting or anything about what people can do, I mean, please reach out. Susie has great clients. But again, she has 22 years experience in this field. So she's definitely somebody you're going to want to resource. Susie, thank you so much for joining me today. You're welcome. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. All right. Well, I'll talk to you all next time on the Profit Accelerator podcast. Take care. Thank you so much for joining me today on this episode of the Profit Accelerator Podcast. If you'd like to learn more and grab some free resources, just head over to entremoneycoach.com and you'll find the links and freebies. Take care and I can't wait to talk to you again next time on the Profit Accelerator Podcast.